Welcome to the worship podcast from the Sanctuary of Davis Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Jeff Irwin with Lama Akmena, our music director in August with an ice bag on her toe this morning. I guess you bumped your toe on your bike pedal. Is that what it was? Right. It was painful. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Well, this Sunday, the question is that I've been thinking about is if you've ever wondered where Jesus shows up in your life. Well, he shows up when sins are forgiven, meaning when yours are forgiven by someone you've wronged and when you forgive those who have done you wrong. That's when and where Jesus shows up in your life. He also shows up in the body broken on the cross and in broken bread shared. So to those who say they have never seen or met Jesus, have you been forgiven? Have you forgiven? Have you broken bread and remembered him? Well, you've seen Jesus. What musical selections have you made this week, Lama? We will have recordings with Jill. She was recording at her room and me here. And together we will play Ariosa by Johann Sebastian Bach. And she also joins for hymns Now the Green Blade Rises and Tree of Life and Awesome Mystery. Great. Uh, and for piano, I will play Gymnopedia 1 by Eric Satie. Okay, great. And she's a fl- flautist, right? Right. Okay, wonderful. All right, fantastic. Well, welcome to the worship podcast for this week.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit is with you all. Let us pray. O God, with steadfast love you draw us to yourself, and in mercy you receive our prayers. Strengthen us to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit, that through life and death we may live in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, a covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No longer shall they teach one another, or say to each other, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity, and remember their sin no more. Word of God, Word of Life. Gospel according to John, the twelfth chapter. Now among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it. And those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honor. My soul is troubled. And what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it was thunder. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Not a name many Lutherans may know. Philip Brooks. Philip Brooks was the author of the Christmas Carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem. 
Philip Brooks was an Episcopal priest and briefly the Bishop of Massachusetts. He was also the pastor responsible for one of the masterpieces of American 19th century church architecture, Trinity Church in Boston's Copley Square. While the architect was H.H. Richardson, Brooks played a very direct role in Trinity's design. Students of church architecture study the chancel design, the chancel being the location of the altar space. It is called an American Hagia Sophia. However, there's one feature I read of Brooks's influence that is visible only to those who preach in Trinity Church. Apparently, Brooks had words carved on the inside of Trinity's pulpit. Sir, we would see Jesus. Or as we might speak it, today. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. They are, of course, the words of those Greeks spoken to Philip when they, both they and Jesus and his disciples were on their way to Jerusalem. When Philip reported to Jesus that the Greeks had asked to see him, Jesus announced, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. This is a major turning point in the gospel. The gospel of John is traditionally divided into two parts a book of signs, and a book of glory. In the book of signs, the first part of John, Jesus performs miracles and that John refers to as signs. Water gets changed into wine. Jesus heals a paralyzed man. He heals the son of an official. He feeds 5,000 with five loaves and two fishes and even raises Lazarus from the dead. These are the signs of Jesus. And throughout this book of signs, Jesus makes mysterious references to his hour or his time and tells us that, well, it has not yet come. In, in the book of signs. When his mother tells him that the guests at the wedding feast have run out of wine, he says, my hour is not yet come. And Jesus tells his disciples that he will not go to Jerusalem for the feast of booths because, again, his time has not yet fully come. But when the Greeks asked to see Jesus, he says that now the hour had come for him to be glorified. And as Jesus adds details to his mysterious comment about the hour of his glorification having come, we begin to see a very different picture of the glory of God. We're beginning to be called to look at Jesus in a whole new light. The best definition I have or I use for the word glory is a shiny reputation. Glory has a triumphal tone. Glory, glory, hallelujah, God's truth is marching on from the battle hymn of the Republic. The anthem of the Northern Army during the Civil War is, a, is one of the best examples we probably have of this idea about glory. To talk about God's shiny reputation is to say that Jesus will lead God's triumphal power that will shine through what he is about to do for his hour has now come. But for the glory of God to be seen through Jesus, to be glorified at that hour, Jesus rather embraces the fate of the cross. If you want to see Jesus, he will shine through death on the cross. <clears throat> and now his followers, in its acceptance of our suffering for the sake of our calling to faith, will now show the shiny reputation of the glory of God. Suffering and glory are connected. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. 
And this is troubling, yes. My soul is now troubled, says Jesus. And what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. No, he says, it is for this reason that I have come to this hour. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw people to myself. Will draw all people to myself. Maybe for us, glory is a reflection of the abundance of life, having, having more, the shininess we are attracted to, more money, more prestige, more power, more of everything of life. Life is bigger, more glowing. Now in Jesus, glory is about giving more. Sir, they say, we wish to see Jesus. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip Brooks knew that everyone who steps into the pulpit at Trinity Church and presumes to preach the gospel needs to remember those words. We all wish to see Jesus like seeking Greeks. All around us are people who want to see Jesus. So can they see him in and through us? Do they see the servant Lord who washed the feet of his friends? Do do they see the prophet who cleansed the temple? Do they see the healer who made the blind to see? To let people see Jesus in you. Go yourselves and sit at his feet. Let him heal you. Feed upon his body broken and given for you. Stand forgiven and forgive and gaze at the cross and wonder, how does Jesus' death bring me life? Sir, I wish to see Jesus. I too, I too come needing to see him, needing more Jesus, needing to be fed, needing to be healed. I come so that when others want to see Jesus, they can see him through me. There's an old American spiritual that says, excuse me, what I need quite well. It goes like this. In the morning when I rise, give me Jesus. When I am alone, give me Jesus. When I come to die, give me Jesus. You can have all the world, but give me Jesus. Amen.
Rely on the promises of God. We pray boldly for the church, the world, and all in need. You wash us through and through and remember our sin no more. Make your church a community of forgiveness throughout the world. Give your people courage to forgive. Through them, show the world new possibilities. Bless ministries of repentance and reconciliation. Hear us, O God. You fill the earth from tiny grains of wheat to the mighty thunder. With your presence, and you call us to attend to your will for all creation. Grant weather that prepares the soil for seeds. Protect all from violent storms, flooding, and wildfires. Hear us, O God. You promise to write your law on our hearts. Guide citizens throughout the world to shape communities that reflect your mercy, justice, and peace. And give them creativity to work for the welfare of all. Hear us, O God. You strain us with your bountiful spirit. Restore the joy of all who need to know your presence. Those who are lonely or feel unforgivable those who need healing of mind or body, those who are dying and all who grieve. Hear us, O God. Jesus calls us to follow him in life and death. Empower this congregation in discipleship. Equip children and teachers in Sunday school, confirmation, and learning ministries. Give us your truth and wisdom and teach us to follow Jesus. Hear us, O God. Remembering God, you carry us along the way, providing us what we need when we need it. We remember those we have carried with us this week, those on our prayer chain, and those we each pray for now. Hear us, O God. In the cross of Christ, your name is glorified. We praise you for those who have given us words to worship you, especially Thomas Cranmer. With all those who have died in Christ, bring us into life everlasting. Hear us, O God. We entrust ourselves and all our prayers to you, O faithful God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord is with you always. Thank you again for listening to the Worship Podcast. We always enjoy having you be part of our audience, uh, participating in this worship service either weekly or whenever you can or I guess people have found that um, when they often can't be with us on a Sunday morning, they can listen to the podcast at any time during the week. And that's a real benefit for for this uh, this ministry from the church. So take your time to set aside some moments and worship with us each week. Next week, we have a special guest uh, preacher with us. Carol Brot will be preaching for us um, and with us and will be with us uh, for the podcast. Um, Carolyn is a recent seminary graduate from Pacific Lutheran Theological Seminary, and we want we are delighted to be able to have her with us to share the word. Um, 
It also begins our Holy Week starting next week. So find ways in which you can celebrate uh, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, the Vigil, uh, and then again, the glory of Easter Sunday coming. Not too much further in until Easter breaks in for us with this great good news. Again, thank you for listening to the Worship Podcast. Have a blessed week. This podcast has been produced in compliance and under the licenses from CCLI and Augsburg Fortress.